0: Alright guys, it's 10.50am, getting up, just trying to nap, wasn't happening, headed to Sick New World Festival, I'm tired, I'm worn, my phone's not even at 100%, but Uh, It's at 82. They allow us to bring... Let me put it back on low battery. They allow us to bring chargers and charging cables. So I'm going to bring my... Is that what they said? Can I bring a wall charger too? Because I don't know if they have charging stations. Uh, I'm not good at trying to plan for stuff. I've tried to plan all these other days, but it's like... It's really just hard, um, ay, ay, ay. so approved items. I know I saw something about chargers, mobile phones and chargers uh does that mean just a cable or can I bring the brick? I should be able to bring the brick. I don't know, guys. I don't know what the rules actually mean. Alright. I'm excited. I'm just so tired. So tired. Um, But I gotta get dressed. Um, I'm not gonna get too dressed. I went... Walked to a 7 Eleven this morning because the gift store was closed and I wanted to see if the gift store had water, sunblock, stuff like that. Um, I didn't bring my own sunblock, I have regular lotion, but I'm gonna see if the gift store has sunblock. Um, uh, If they do, I'll bring it because it's allowed, but man. Man, am I tired. <laughs> Guys, I'm so tired. Um, That's like the story of my life lately. Uh, I slept, but then woke up at like some ultra ridiculous time. Um, I don't remember what time I woke up, but it was like before 5 in the morning, which is too early. Um, I'm debating if I want to wear board shorts or my shorts with the multiple pockets I might go just classic board shorts because they're thinner but they don't have the extra pockets but they still have zipper pockets I like to buy pants with zippers so that it's not only because of when I go to events but So that when I wear stuff out, you know, less chance of losing a wallet and stuff. Um, so I do tend to wear a lot of zippers on my, on my belongings. Um, trying to get everything into the same room so I can charge my phone and get dressed. And keep talking to you guys because I'm recording on the fly. I'm, uh... I'm gonna turn the air on too, so that when I come back, it's not too hot. I don't want to be like truly melting in here. This this hotel is kind of warm. And maybe I shouldn't bring the ho- blame the hotel. It's warm because it's warm out here. Like it's hot. I walked. I said that right I walked like four minutes to a 7-eleven this morning at 730 in the morning probably around 730 cuz I got back um, to the hotel and then checked my phone and that was a while after I'd already been back and it, it wasn't even 8 o'clock yet so I went approximately at 830 maybe give or take some minutes and it was hot like I was already sweating that's without going up or downstairs um, because I didn't have to really go up or down the stairs because I uh, use the elevator because I'm really that lazy. Um, but you gotta conserve energy, you know. Like I'm consider I consider things like this sometimes. I'm like, this is just a workout, kind of like the decision to bring this duffel bag instead of my classic backpack because i was like let me get myself a nice little workout it's kind of maybe a dumb little thing to think but i was like i know it's a little harder to carry um this duffel bag than it is to carry my backpack so i was like well if i carry this around the airport but, you know, that might help me out a little bit more. And that's exactly what I did. Um It wasn't a necessity, but I was like, you know, I got in a lot of steps. Uh, got to get my arms exercised a little bit. More than I would have with the backpack. But I was definitely sore last night. I was, dude, I didn't notice, but, like, my body was, like, so so like tense because I was already tired and stressed and then from the walking and carrying stuff I literally had to do like an hour of like yoga and massage last night just to feel like I wasn't just like sore and in pain and I wasn't really able to easily um put the shower on hot water so usually that helps a lot too like at night taking like a really hot shower like not dangerously hot like not like hot enough to like scald anything but hot enough that it's like you could say like yeah this is hot um hot enough to kind of relieve some some more some muscle tension so I don't need to comb my hair too good because I'm just going to put a hat on. I'm going to comb it good enough that I don't look like an absolute maniac if they make me take off my hat. Like, let me rephrase that. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe coming from a mental health background, I feel like using the word maniac, it's kind of questionable to say that kind of stuff, I feel. I mean, I don't really know. Like, I've got nothing against people with symptoms of mania who have manic episodes and all these types of things. Like, you know, I'm not referring specifically to people who have a mental health condition. I'm just using the word in the way that people kind of casually use it. Whether or not it's okay, I don't really know. I also try not to say things like crazy, but it's like, it's part of... It is part of, you know, the American English kind of, like, way of saying things. Um, I don't know what I feel about it, though. Um, it's almost like when somebody calls something ghetto. Not really the same thing, but, like, like ghetto comes from, you know, prejudice against Jews and, you know, different kind of um, societal... I don't know, political and different types of injustices upon them in different countries where they were placed into ghettos having a lot of limitations and, you know, starvation, poverty, things like that, like, and we use it to say, you know, it's the rundown area a town kind of, like, bars on the windows kind of thing, that's kind of commonly how people use that term, but it's like, we're not really using it like the actual word ghetto, right so it's like I don't know I don't know like I try not to be offensive and I don't really know if I'm being offensive by saying things like a maniac but basically I don't want to look like I didn't make any attempt but I don't want to comb my hair like super well considering that I'm going to be just smashing it in a hat so I'll semi recomb it because I've been laying around but other than that just, I'm gonna chill, um, oh, man, guys, I am, I'm wiped out, I'm so beat, like, uh, it's so tiring, it's so frustrating to be so tired, you know, I didn't even do anything yet today. Like, literally, I have not done a thing today, guys. This is all I've done is get water, hydrate, ate some breakfast, and then laid back down. But I wasn't really able to go back to sleep. Like, right now, I feel—it always happens that, like, right before I want to leave, that's when I feel like I want to actually start taking the nap. But all the time up until then, I'm, like, pretty wide awake until, like, 20 minutes before— I need to be somewhere, then I'm like, now I'm sleepy, you know? And I don't know if it's, like, the stress of being like, ah, I gotta get up soon and get ready and get dressed and actually get out the door and, like, get my energy pumped up. Like, just that mentality of things. Um, Last night I wanted to kind of do some more dancing. Like, I think you guys know, I've talked about it before, that I'm really into, like, dancing just for fun. I was going to be rocking out last night, but instead, I did the yoga. I was so sore. It probably would have loosened me up, honestly, but that's not the route I took. I took. I took the yoga and massage route, and I the sink has hot water, so I put really hot water on a washcloth and kind of put it on top of a dry towel on my bed, like, bundled up to dry towel, well, folded up to dry towel multiple times on my bed, and then, so, so the, I put the washcloth on top of that dry towel so that the water wouldn't, like, get on the bed, um, and I basically, um, uh, yeah, I basically used the, use that, uh, hot water, hot water from the washcloth to start the process of my stretching, and it actually helped a lot. Um, One thing I also appreciate about Vegas is, you know, that you can walk around a lot. Um, Like, I like that the the, the hotels have, like, casinos and you can kind of walk around. Like, it's kind of cool to be, like, indoors and able to walk around. Like, I got in so many steps yesterday between, like, exploring around. You know, you're not walking, like, at, like, exercise pace maybe, but it's, like... It's still like an indoor stroll um, kind of vibe, almost like when you go to the mall just to walk around, you know, it's like it's kind of nice, you know, because I know whenever I come out here, I'm always in the room like oh, I want to exercise and make sure I keep up with my workouts because this is like a self-care weekend or whatever. And I, I definitely try to incorporate that. But it's like I feel like I get in a lot of walking, you know, I always get in a lot of walking, even though it's like maybe walking and stopping but I always get in a lot of walking, like, multiple miles worth of walking. Um, whereas, you know, when I'm home, I don't really do that much walking other than, like, the beach or the gym. Um, I like dancing, but I do that, like, indoors. I don't go, like, outside to do it. Um, I haven't gotten back to rollerblading yet, either. Um, all right so I think I'm good I think I should be good I'm just gonna do the the finishing touches go see if there's sunblock in the in the gift shop Um, if not, I'm just gonna head straight to this concert if there is, I'm gonna get it maybe bring it back to the room so I don't have to carry it with me and then uh, then head out after that, so alrighty. When I'm done, the next report I'm gonna make is about this concert. So um, I don't know what time I'm gonna stay till. I'm really trying not to overdo it. I'm gonna get there and probably eat lunch when I get there. Um, that was, that's that's kind of my plan. Um, so yeah. All right, guys. I'm excited. All right, all right, guys. So this recording is going to be from the May 13th, 2023, uh, Saturday sick new world festival from the, about the time after I left to go to the festival and about the festival. And then kind of my, uh, just kind of recap on some experiences. And then, um, yeah, um, going into the next day, which is technically it's Mother's Day, um, May 14th, 2023, uh, up until about 12, 1230 p.m. When I, at the, by this point, I've updated all the four podcasts up until this point that I'm recording this new episode, <clears throat> and excuse me, moving around a little bit. I'm trying to charge one of my headphones. Um, so yeah, one of my headphones is kind of uh, not doing so well. Uh, these ones that I'm using right now, my... Apple earbuds, at least they didn't sound like they were doing too well last night. Uh, they might be doing fine, but yeah, sorry, I'm moving a lot. So there's gonna be a lot of background noise. Just please bear with me. Um, Just gotta plug this thing in. I've only got one wall charger, so I've gotta choose between charging my Bluetooth earbuds or um charging my iPhone. So yeah. So anyways, um I'm at the hotel at the time of this recording. It's kinda of chilling finally. Um I've got this really noisy heater. An AC unit uh, that I've been trying to keep off because it's so loud but I don't know if I can really do without using it so sorry it's gonna be loud in the background with this noisy thing cuz here in Vegas it is hot it is hot it's very hot hot outdoors, it's hot indoors. Uh, But I got the AC working good and phones charged enough to get some recordings done. So I'm just gonna record and journal and making some notes and finishing up some research for some stuff I want to talk about. But this is the daily recording. So I don't usually go that far. Like, sometimes I jot down notes about what I do every day, or not every day, but, well, kind of. Like, a little bit. Like, some some days when I'm really organized, I do kind of make timestamps in my notes. I just put, like, in my iPhone notepad uh, app, or my iPhone notes app, I just put, you know, the date and then I start writing like little notes like 5:30 a.m woke up you know 6:30 a.m had coffee that kind of thing um just so I have it sometimes I don't do it every day but especially when it's like a day that I wake up really early or wake up really late or something happens that's like out of out of the norm or I'm just feeling kind of weird um I mean, I don't always refer to it, but sometimes I go back and I'm like, oh, that was the day that that happened, so this has been happening for, like, four days now, or something like that, you know, like, the other day when I got a little bit sick or whatever, like, it's easier to just kind of remember or go back and, you know, look at it uh, versus trying to, like, rely on my memory, like, was that last week, was that the week before, like, how many days, so, yeah, I'm not, like, as diligent as at it as I was before but I do try to keep at least a little bit of info on hand. Uh, And excuse me, I'll be drinking water at the same time here. Um, I'm trying to stay hydrated. So yeah. Uh, Man, I'm so happy that I was able to go to the festival yesterday. It was a really great experience. My throat's worn out my feet are worn out, my calves are worn out, my thighs are worn out, my back, my shoulders, my neck, (laughs) like everything. Uh, You know, I was thinking, the way the sun felt, I honestly thought the back of my calves were going to earn my very first sunburn. I was like certain of it. Uh, They were like it it was burning hot like it, it got to a point where like at one band set because the sun was facing like the back of my legs and I was trying to like stand in front of people that were like taller or where I saw like shade so that I could get like a little bit of shade on at least part of my body and tried to stand in front of somebody that was like tall or like somebody at one point had an umbrella up so I tried to stand a little bit like in front of them to like catch some of the some of that or like somebody was like fanning so I tried to stand like to that to this lady's left you know because she was like fanning on her right side and so I was like to the left of her just like you know mooching off some some fanning um and yeah at at one point I had to turn back uh, turn not turn back but I had to like go to another stage that was facing a different direction just because the back of my legs were burning so much. I was like, "Oh my gosh." Like <laughs> like you know, I was wearing shorts. It was like there's nothing I can really do about that. So I just went back uh went and faced the other direction. Um so the sun was coming like towards my
1: not the back of my legs.
0: I think it was coming towards the side. I can't remember honestly. It was at a different angle though, so it wasn't hitting the back of my calves anymore. That, that was weird. Um but yeah. Uh, I recorded very briefly before I left, um, because I was pretty tired up until that point. Like I, I was resting and just exhausted. Like traveling for me can be tiring, and a lot of times, you know, when I'm doing it, it's like, you guys know, I'm busy, I'm doing other stuff. You know, like constantly doing other things, working on other things, so I'm not always like at my best, rested. So when I do leave or have events to go to and I'm out of town and stuff and sometimes I'm just like, dude, I just want to, I'm in a hotel, I paid for the hotel, I just want to sleep sometimes. I'm like, I don't want to do anything. I just want to be in the space by myself because I don't normally get the space to myself. I just want to be in a space by myself and go to bed and not have to, you know, I don't know. It's not that I sleep better in hotels necessarily even, it's just that, you know, there's an appeal to not having to, like, knowing that nobody's really around, you know, like, nobody's gonna come knocking on my door, or nobody's gonna need anything from me, you know, um, I don't feel obligated towards anybody at all, I just have my own space, and it kind of gives me some clarity because that is kind of, like, the direction I'm going towards anyways, and so it's, like, I can kind of see a little bit of, like, okay, what the benefits or challenges are when I'm just, like, simply at a hotel, even if I'm there for, like, events and stuff. Like, sometimes, you know, I do get to that point where I kind of worry a little bit where I'm, like, okay, if I were here by myself, you know, this would be maybe, like, a weekend where I would just want to, like, lay, lay in and, like, not get up and do anything or, like, socialize you know, versus, you know, when I'm living with people, I'm pretty easy to go and socialize and interact because usually that's a lot more fun than just staying home. And so, yeah, that that's kind of a challenge for me, honestly. Um, but yeah, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. It's just also not that easy. Um, but yeah, I'm, I've got a lot going on. I've got a lot that I'm doing, trying to do. Um, but anyways, yeah, when I left to go to this concert, it was kind of one of those types of experiences. It was kind of like, I really want to go, but I'm super exhausted, you know, uh, the day before the travel day, which Friday was the travel day. The day before that, I had taken this exam that I've been talking about for ages. And then after taking the exam, I, um, you know, traveled the next day and was working on trying to like get my car sold and all this stuff. And so after all that, you know, and some other issues coming up with other parts of my life and then, um, you know, leaving, and being out of town, and, you know, traveling, uh, and, you know, using Friday, it was Friday, it was Friday night, like, it was late, like, in my mind, I had pictured that, you know, on Friday, I would arrive, you know, I would probably be at the hotel by, like, seven thirty, and then I was just gonna, order room service when I checked in but you have to have a card on file and I didn't want to go back down and do that whole process and so I basically ordered food um and it took forever like like having to you know change and shower and get dressed and you know then come back down and order and you know like by that time it had already been like an hour or more and then i finally ate you know so i think around nine o'clock at night i was eating dinner and so i was up a little late on friday but tired enough to sleep and then saturday i woke up too early like i definitely woke up too early before the concert like i was up like i don't remember if it was around five or before five but it was early either one is too early Um, Couldn't really go back to sleep. Thought I was going to go back to sleep, but I didn't. Like, I was mostly interested in going to get the water, which I did do. Because I was like, I don't want it to get even hotter because I don't have a car here. So even just walking four minutes in the hot, hot sun at 730 in the morning or something was a lot. And then I was like, maybe I should worry about the rest of the day. But I was, you know, determined to hydrate. I had actually hydrated some on Friday before I even left. Uh, for the airport and everything, and then, um, yeah, once I got where I was trying to be uh, in Vegas, settled in Friday, and then Saturday was still kind of, you know, low on energy from, you know, just having a lot of unrestful days. When I think of it, it's like, I don't think I rested good Tuesday. Like, if I think about last week it's like I think Sunday I was a little bit ill in the morning and then Monday and Tuesday I also wasn't feeling that good and then Wednesday this is before the exam and then Thursday took the exam and I wasn't feeling that great that day either just all the like nerves and everything and then Saturday the travel and then uh, sorry then Friday the travel then Saturday you know still limited sleep and then on top of that going to the show, and so, you know, once I realized how motivated I was to try to see, um, like, I thought I was going to get to see Alien Ant Farm, and I didn't, because I kind of underestimated the, you know, traffic, um, like, the whole process of, like, the traffic, and then walking a pretty long distance from Circus Circus, like, to the entrance, like, it's not that long, but when you're walking in a crowd of people, it's not like it's one minute away. Like, it's quite a few minutes walking, but it's not, like, far, far. Uh, but it is, like, a walk. Like, it's a bit of a, a little bit of a walk. Like, maybe ten, ten or so minutes to walk. Um, and this is with, like, a crowd of people, so you can't just, like, walk as fast as you want to walk. Um, <clears throat> one thing that I thought was cool that I always liked that gets me pumped up is seeing people kind of, like wear the, you know, the attire, and some people, you know, they dress like that, you know, kind of based on, like, whatever uh, genre or scene or whatever they're kind of, like, interested in, they kind of have a style that, like, you, like, you know, represents that, like, all the time, like, they dress like that all the time, pretty much, Um, that's just their style, and there's other people who, um, just dress like that specifically for events, um, I've never really dressed like that for those events, for, like, concerts and stuff, like, I've done, like, anime expo cosplay kind of stuff, or, like, Halloween type of stuff, but, um, or, like, cultural day type of stuff, but other than that, I don't think I've ever done, like, any type of regalia or costume type of things, but I do like I do like it, the whole process of being together with people and, like, preparing what you're going to wear and, like, coordinating and, like, everybody going and, like, getting getting stuff, you know, to kind of represent, you know, something you're really into and just, like, totally geeking out on some completely fun entertainment thing. Like, you know, like, it's, it's fun, you know? It's a good time. So I always, like, you know, I appreciate, you know, people putting in you know, even at EDM concerts and stuff, like festivals and whatnot, I like seeing people just kind of, like, wear the clothing and stuff, just because it just, it kind of pumps me up a little bit, like, I'm, it's like, yeah, like, they did a good job, and, like, I like, so I took a few pictures of some people that I saw with some cool clothes, but there were a lot of people with some cool gear on, some cool, like, looking, you know, I guess they're called costumes, like, it was just people that, you know, I I grew up listening to this type of music in the 90s and stuff. And so, you know, it's something that's kind of not really faded out. But I feel like once you're out of high school, you don't really tend to have like cliques and things where it's like, you know, the goth group and the skater group and the surfers and the soccer players and the fellowship of Christian athletes, Christian group and the Korean fellowship group and you know the chess club and the you know football team and the cheerleaders and all like we didn't really have a school that really cared too much about like football and cheerleaders and all that kind of stuff it was people kind of cared more about like bands and surfing but there would be like stage band actual like marching band um stuff like that like people were kind of involved in events and clubs at the public school that I went to for the last two years of high school so that's probably the last time that I saw like actively people like you know this like you could tell kind of what they were into based on how they kind of dressed a little bit you know but I you know I was in the metal and I was in all kinds of stuff and I never really chose like a clothing style specifically but I would say I did have like that 90s kind of like I don't think I had like a I don't think I had the brand of Junko jeans. I think I had a different type of jeans that I wore. I can't remember if they were Junko. There was another brand that I got though that had like really low back pockets and the wide leg uh pants. Um if you see those like little Homies dolls, the little Homies like little figures like that was kind of like it was I, I kind of was into like I don't know like LA hip-hop culture kind of with that little Latino culture kind of thrown into like kind of like low-rider culture also like graffiti culture hip-hop culture um, like writing rhymes like writing going to open mics like spoken word a little crossed over a little bit with that, and then also I was, you know, playing guitar, so I was very involved in, you know, this. Back then, I really would say it was like a white world, like, and it's not. That's not to be like, you know, any way, in any way, like offensive or in any way, like, you know, like it's just kind of how it was back then. You know, like people who were raised back then, you probably know you know, there, there was, people would always ask, you know, do you like rock or rap, you know, that was, like, a common thing people would ask, and it was, like, it was always, like, you'd always hear, like, this was commonly what you would hear, somebody saying you like rock, or they'd say, I like rap, or they'd say, you know, anything but country, you know, Uh, people were always, like, bagging on country music, that was just, like, commonly how people talked, um, I never really hated country music, I just, I didn't gravitate towards it too much, but I As far as like bluegrass, I like the instruments. I like, you know, um, like mandolins, banjos. I like different, like you see that kind of stuff more in like country style music than you see it in like, you know, R&B or whatever. Like they're not like busting out the banjo too much. But I mean, that's mostly what kind of attracted me to different genres of music was like the different instruments overall. Because a lot of times like you can't find those in other you know like you're not gonna find like like in a country song somebody you know playing with some like low-frequency oscillating like wobbling bass and making it sound like dubstep you know like that dubstep wobble sound you're not gonna hear that in like country music or like bluegrass music they're not gonna be throwing in some like womp 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 you know it's like no that's not gonna happen you go somewhere else if you want to hear that and so, you know, I would I would kind of gravitate towards sounds of music or sounds of different um, things that were used in different genres of music. Maybe even if it wasn't all the music itself, like the whole genre itself, but it would be maybe like one instrument that would capture my attention of like, wow, that sound is really unique and cool. And then, of course, I'd have to listen to that style of music if I wanted to hear it like you don't hear shamisen music in like everything or like koto music in everything or shansen music and in shansen instruments and in, like everything you know there's you know a lot of different instruments you don't hear um, other than when you stick to a certain genre so usually that was what captured my attention and back then when people were talking like do you like rock or rap kind of thing and I was just like well I like everything like it depends what mood I'm in it doesn't even matter if it's in English like I used to make these mixed CDs for people of just like all kinds of music you know and they like my friends loved it like because it was upbeat it was always like something you could kind of dance to a little electronic vibe back when people started like getting more access to like internet and like computers and because when you think of it in my upbringing, like, in my early upbringing, in my early years, like, you could be in the U.S. at my age, in the early 90s, with a computer that had internet, you could have software that you could write music on, even if it was, like, crappy software, but if I were to talk to, like, my cousins that lived near where my grandma lived, like, either in the Midwest or near my other grandparents who lived, like, in Zimbabwe, A lot of those places didn't have internet back then and a lot of those places didn't have you know smartphones weren't really popular yet and then people also weren't really making their own music so easily like you didn't have like a phone where you could just have GarageBand and just like put in some little thing and then like have a whole song you know and just like recording different like tracks like four or five tracks like in a free app or whatever like you didn't have anything like that you like you'd have to do some whole thing with like tapes and cds and if you had a computer cool but if you had wi-fi that was even a thing like you you didn't always have internet you know so um i feel like once other countries started having internet more regularly like um like india got really technologically advanced and then africa you know, eventually started getting, like, smartphones and Wi-Fi and stuff like that, like, you didn't, you didn't see this in other countries as much, Uh, now it's pretty common, but I remember there was this, like, gap, Um, and then that's when I noticed the music started getting a, a lot of, you, I started hearing, like, a lot more electronic music coming out, not necessarily EDM, but, like, electronic sounds of, like, music that was just, like, home-produced music, you know, because people were able to just make it at home, maybe get it mastered, or get it polished up by somebody else, or whatever, and then just, like, release it on, like, YouTube, or, you know, Spotify, or, like, whatever, just by themselves, like, you didn't need anybody else to, like, really do it, um, and so that's when I started coming across a lot of other music, like Bangor music, and You know, some kind of, like, remixes from, like, Bollywood movies and a lot of different, like, Kwaito music and different kind of African genres that kind of, like, that kind of house music and hip-hop and that kind of, like, dance music and stuff and uh, kind of more folk style music, but it's kind of, like, modern style um, with some pretty, like, dope beats behind it and stuff and, like, just that kind of stuff, you know, that it didn't exist um, in the early, early 90s like worldwide like it does now and so back then it was like you didn't really used to listen to you know just everything all the time because it was hard to get access to that music um, unless you had like LimeWire or some, something and you were just like destroying your computers <laughs> you know um, but yeah like that was basically what I did uh back then was you know just listen to different stuff come across different stuff but I always kind of kept up with different like oh like I wonder what music is over here and what's over there you know like in Japanese music I kept up through certain popular video games or like anime like the the intro songs or the um or the outro songs like sometimes they'd be kind of like popular with the lyrics you know so you could like sing along if you wanted to and stuff um so I really got into that kind of stuff like pretty early and so my taste has always been pretty wide a very wide range um but yeah I used to kind of dress kind of more so like if you think The best I can describe it is, like, a mix between, like, what kind of, like, the rocker kids would wear, like, the skater rocker kids would kind of wear, mixed in with a little bit of urban flavor from, like, maybe, like, um, like, black and Latino culture, like, I used to get these t-shirts that that would be, like, that kind of, uh, like, LA lowrider art type of culture with, like, the... The clown faces and the you know the sad or happy clown like masks and like you know it looked kind of like a nice graffiti art kind of on a t-shirt and like they were oversized shirts and I get these oversized corduroys and like you know I'd always have like I, I loved basketball sneakers so I was really into like basketball sneakers and like my clothes were like gigantic like I used to wear like 32 32 which on my small little body back then was gigantic like I look at old pictures of myself and I was literally swimming in my clothes like because I was pretty thin too because I would like play sports all the time and like you know like I wasn't like I didn't start gaining weight to like college pretty much maybe when I was like 16 a little bit like or like eight, seventeen, eighteen, 17 18 a little bit but I think the most weight I gained was the second year of grad school is when it became like obvious <laughs> like one summer i went to put on some pants one time after summer vacation i went to put on some pants and i was like ooh these don't fit anymore they fit last semester and they don't fit anymore so that was that was when i started not wearing but the thing is too cuz i pretty much always wore like a little bit oversized clothing so, you know, I knew it was a problem when my, when my clothing was, like, too tight to put it on, because I'm, like, these are, like, four sizes too big, like, (laughs) these are big, you know, so, you know, but anyways, um, but yeah, that's kind of how I used to dress, um, uh, I couldn't do too much, because, you know, like, I live in a household where people are kind of more conservative, but it was kind of, like, with the style of the times, but not so against, like, like, you know, like, I had to be careful to not, like, look like I was in a gang, in quotes, you know, like, I couldn't, like, look like I was in a gang, like, I lived in a part of LA where I did not have a lot of representation, I talked about it before, you know, we used to hang out at the malls all the time and get, like, harassed by security, and they didn't really want us there, and, like, you know, like, stuff like that, you know, been harassed by the police and stuff, just because, you know, skin color, like, I was never really stealing anything out of stores, like, the most, the most my friends would do, um, which would be, like, some of them, not, not all my friends, but I had some friends that used to visit town that would, um, kind of, uh, put on, like, not put on, but they would, like, you know, back then, like, jeans and, like, skater pants and stuff used to have all these like different kind of tags and stickers like with um like you would buy the jeans and instead of just having a price tag it's like you know how the price tags sometimes are hooked on by these little like plastic uh twine I don't know what it's called those little plastic things with the little the things that are kind of hard to just like rip off like you can rip off the paper but then there's still this little plastic loop Like, it would have, like, plastic or little chain loops or little, like, ribbon or, like, um, little, like, you know, some type type of cloth or leather little loop for this little, like, tag that would be, like, other tags. It would be, like, the tag of the brand, and it would be, like, nice. Sometimes they'd be, like, a really thin aluminum or, like, a really, like, a leather little, little, patch kind of thing, and you know, a lot of the backs of the pants would have these little things sticking off of them that weren't really, like, like, there'd be stick- There a lot of them had stickers and, like, different kinds of, like, little branding little things, and, like, my friends would go and, like, take those things off of the pants, like, they didn't take the pants, they took the little trinket thingies that were, like, dangling off the back, um, And I'm like, yeah, it's questionable, like, it's not really a good idea, but it's like you're not stealing the item and none of it had, like, a barcode to scan or anything and it, you know, walking out of the place, you know, you you wouldn't get caught with it because it didn't, like, activate the whatever that thing is when you steal things, like the sensor or whatever, so they would get away with it, but I was kind of like, I would just go to Journeys or Sketchers or whatever and ask for the free stickers, but, like, I probably took them, like, once, maybe, I don't remember, um, but, yeah, like, we used to go to surf shops, skate shops, that kind of stuff, um, but, yeah, I definitely grew up around that kind of music a lot, and, you know, a lot of my early guitar playing days kind of turned into, you know, a love for that kind of just, like, aggressive, just, like, just music that just, like, It moves you in a way that the other music doesn't you know it's like um like for example even if you take that song um freak on a leash by Korn and just like the breakdown in that song like just kind of how it just like the whole song like ramps you up and ramps you up and just kind of like you can feel like there's like a tension building and then like at the part where he just says like go and then just like usually when it's like a concert that part is just like everybody just goes crazy and it's just like yeah I mean like most music you don't have that you know like rock music does that very well um it's almost like in a movie you know when you watch a movie and there's like this climactic part of the movie you know like in like an action movie and like You know there's actually the part where you're like oh this is like the final battle or the final race or whatever and like you finally like see what actually happens and like your heart's like a little racing and you're a little like like oh like I hope like the person I want wins or like you know I hope the good guy wins or whatever you know and that's kind of how the music feels it's just like you know it just kind of gets to a certain point where you're just like whoa you know like I feel like EDM kind of has those breakdowns a little bit too, but I feel like, um, uh, yeah, like most folk music doesn't really take you to that kind of level, classical can, actually classical can, classical can have like some major buildups in it, Um, especially like a lot of like Mozart's music and like Beethoven, like a lot of these, like, symphonies and things, like, these, like, like, dang, you know, like, they kind of, like, really build up, you know, but I feel like a lot of music nowadays doesn't really do that, like, hip-hop doesn't necessarily build up too much, um, uh, I really like that hip-hop uses samples, like, I like that culture, how hip-hop, reggaeton, um, dance hall how they kind of uh, you know and reggae kind of too can really be like sample based music I really like that um I mean I mean EDM too I mean a lot of music is like sample based R&B too um a lot of people remix stuff but I really like how um you know rock music is a little they take it to a little different level kind of similar to like you know because you have so many instruments playing you know like usually when it's like rappers it's like you have the music but you have the lyrics the focus is more so the lyrics like what the artist is saying but the music like how it sounds and like maybe it makes you want to dance or you know captures your attention because it sounds good but it's not necessarily there to like get you to like want to get in a mosh pit and like jump around and like rock out and stuff like usually when you hear a, 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 a hip-hop song you're not just like waiting for like you know <laughs> like like an EDM sometimes you're waiting for like the beat drop and then the next beat drop and then the heaviest beat drop you know and you know I feel like hip-hop music isn't like that R&B music isn't like that like they all have a little bit of that quality but I feel like rock music kind of does it you know it's just like they just kind of like they know that you're here for this reason you know it's like I want I want that experience um, and yesterday I definitely got that experience um there's a lot of that um, I think my favorite performance I really wanted to see coal chamber because I was like I don't think I'm ever gonna get a chance to really see them again um, they don't tour like all that much um, they did make a comment about, you know, thanks to Sick New World Festival for getting us back together. I don't know if they meant, like, permanently or getting us back together specifically for this event. Uh, I know Meigs, the guitarist, has his uh, Gemini Syndrome band going on. I don't really know what the bassist or Mikey or, you know, Des, the uh, singer, kind of have going on, if they have side projects or what, but... Or even just, like, permanent bands that aren't Cold Chamber. I don't really know. I loved seeing Kitty. I didn't get to see a lot of Seven Dust. I got to see Orgy. Um, who else? Uh, I loved seeing Papa Roach and Chevelle. Um, I was there early. I didn't stay too long. My phone was dying you know, and I was just running on fumes, I was like really not, you know, feeling too physically well after all that heat, Um, and people were, people were passing out, like, and this was earlier on, people were passing out, and it was hot, like, there were a lot of sets, I couldn't even make it through the whole set, I had to go find shade and go sit down, And then, too, like, you know, you want to rock out with the music. You don't want to just stand there. But it was a little hard to kind of really be, like, dancing around too much because, like, there wasn't a lot of space. I don't want to get in anybody's way. Like, I was kind of rocking out as much as I could rock out, you know, but with the combination of the heat and just people everywhere, you know, and how people form, like, lines when they're trying to walk one way or the other. And they're always walking, like, near you and past you and stuff. I don't want to just, like, bump into someone. But just so people know, I mean, I have a joke with a friend that we made, because we get so annoyed how people start, like, a path, and then, like, you're trying to, like, enjoy a set, and then there's just people constantly, like, walking right in front of you, so we kind of made this joke saying that, like, if you just rock out super hard, you know, people are going to go around you, and they're not going to, like, go in front of you, because you're just, like, kicking and swinging and, like... (laughs) nobody wants to walk in front of that they're just going to be like oh i'll you know find another way so we kind of notice the harder you rock out people kind of like don't go your direction but if you just seem to be kindly standing there and once you politely let one or two people pass or like a couple and a group of friends now all of a sudden a whole line keeps forming and like rushing past you and if that line is coming in front of you and you're trying to watch the stage in front of you and there's people just walking in front of you the whole time if you're trying to capture, like, video footage, and it's, like, just people walking in front of you all the time, that can get a little bit annoying, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it was fun, it was fun, the heat was probably the most challenging part, but they had a really good, you know, system with the water refill stations, you're allowed to bring in a water bottle of a certain size, it couldn't be, like, a whole gallon, but I think 30-something, I don't remember how big. A little bigger than one of those, like, Gatorade bottles. uh, The slightly larger size Gatorade bottles. uh, That would have still been small enough to bring in. You could have brought in one a little bit bigger than that. Um, And then you could buy stuff there, too. And they have water refill stations, so you could just refill your water um, for free. It was filtered water. And you know you just stand in line for it the bathrooms were pretty decent honestly for a festival they had bathroom attendants that would clean after they had stalls they did have the options for porta potties and um uh like outdoor urinals i'd never seen that before where there's just like a urinal where you can just go and it's kind of outside like you could see that there's somebody in there i can't remember if there was like some kind of back part of a stall covering, like, the bottom portion of a person's body, I just kind of looked, I was just looking around, I wasn't trying to, like, be nosy, but I was, like, just wanted to see everything that was there, and I saw this whole section, it said urinals, and I just kind of looked, you know, and it looked like you could see, like, a row of people, like, at the urinals, but you couldn't, they weren't, like, exposed, and I knew they wouldn't be, I wasn't, like, trying to catch a peek or anything, I just, you know, wanted like, I'm like, why would there be urinal? like, I've never seen that before, like, I've, that's something new to me, like, I don't, I don't know, um, and there were porta-potties over in that section, uh, but they didn't seem too crowded, and then there were the regular stall bathroom lines, um, just two rows of stalls in the bathroom, um, and, you know, there were two attendants that every time somebody went to the bathroom, they would just clean Uh, make sure there's paper, make sure it's flushed, clean off the surfaces, not like clean, clean the surfaces, but they would just make sure it didn't look like there wasn't like little pieces of paper left everywhere or like things left all over the place. And I think it also put pressure on people too, to make it so that, you know, like there is a little bit of accountability for your mess. Like you can't just leave it a mess because somebody's going to go in there right after you. like somebody does go in there right after you anyways usually but I mean it just seemed like it was a little more orderly it was really clean you know I usually I I stock toilet paper in my pocket you know the first time I go to the bathroom I usually go early and then grab like a whole wad of toilet paper because if I'm going a couple more times you know I want to have the toilet paper available because they almost always run out at festivals and stuff and so yeah, that wasn't an issue because they would restock the toilet paper. There was toilet paper in every stall. Every stall I used at most I had to maybe wipe off the seat a little bit, but there was no like toilets clogged with all kinds of nonsense. Like I saw one of the toilets getting plunged um by one of the attendants and like I mean just something as simple as that. I mean, I'm pretty sure those people maybe they don't like that job or whatever. I don't know, but I mean, they did a good job. I wish that they could give them uh, a tip box or something because, dude, like, that's a service, you know, that you don't usually see. Usually, you know, they let the toilets go to crap, you know, no pun intended. Like, they literally, that's usually my least favorite part about music festivals or concerts in general is the bathroom situation because I do like to stay hydrated. I do like to eat food and you know that stuff has to come out eventually and that's one annoying part is like having to wait in the line for a bathroom or you can have like a whole bathroom that's supposed to be nice and there's two stalls that are like decent and everything else is backed up or things like that so that was not an issue they had stations where you could um sit um like sit out like in the in kind of like in the shade there was like, fake grass, and, like, a little bit of tables, a little bit of, like, not a whole lot of tables, but I got to sit at a table for, like, almost 45 minutes or something, um, just chilling, trying to relax, and another time I sat, um, I sat, like, by one of the, like, frozen lemonade stands, because there was a little bit of shade, I just sat on the ground there, um, they had, like, did I mention they had the misters they had like misting areas where they had it attached to these like huge industrial fans and blowing mist out so people could get cooled off a little bit easier and yeah the bathrooms had you know paper towels they had soap um probably one of the cleaner neater experiences I've gone to and this is at uh las vegas festival grounds i'd say similar to that i like i've liked events in san diego at petco park Uh, really just bathrooms make a big deal nice bathrooms like they don't have to be too too nice but nice enough that you can go and not feel like you're gonna catch something or not be so grossed out that you're like scared to look down or holding your breath or any of the combination of things that happens, you know, like I've gotten into urinal, not urinals, into porta potties before where I literally had to like sit on the seat, like squat on the seat. Cause it's like, I'm not touching this thing, you know, <laughs> with any part of my body. So, you know, you got to get ready to do some yoga poses or something <laughs> like, <laughs> like, man, it's, it's not an easy situation. Uh, Having to like squat over things and all that, like it's just I'm over it, you know, <laughs> but um yeah, it was just little things like that that made it comfortable and uh fun um but once my phone started dying, I mean they did have lock lo- they had lockers there and they had- uh um charging lockers, but I was like, you know it's so hot and I had a headache that was like ramping up and it was getting worse and worse to a point where my head was just pounding um, I probably drank about seven bottles of water while I was there um, and maybe TMI but I went to the bathroom when I first got there um, but then I went like barely while I was there um, once and I only went just as a precaution because I was like, well, I don't want to have to go during the sets that I want to see a lot, so let me just go early, even though I didn't really have to go. Um, but I just kind of did did it just because I was like, whatever. Like I don't want to wait till I actually need to go, you know, to a point where it's like a desperate situation because you never know what's going to happen um, with these lines and stuff, or like say if they close down a bathroom or something. And make you wait like 20 minutes till they clean the whole, like that doesn't happen but I'm just saying like if something happens you know where you're waiting for a really long time unexpectedly it's like you don't want to be in a situation where you kind of really have an urgent situation happening it's like if you have you know if you can just try to you know plan in advance for that kind of thing Uh, to not have to go to the bathroom last second Um, but yeah I that was like like other than seeing you know a lot of my favorite bands um, that I grew up listening to that was probably one of my favorite parts was just that they made it as comfortable as possible for you to have a good time and not have to worry you know, I had two bottles on me of water, I had one in my pocket, one that I was holding, or, like, you know, I bought some Gatorades while I was there, too, and, um, um, yeah, overall, it was just a really good experience, and, um, I gotta turn off this air, actually getting cold, but, yeah, I had a really good experience, I had a lot of fun, Um, it was definitely worth it for me. I'd do it again. Um, uh, I think the hardest decision for me to make was to go early because it was either go late, risk, you know how it is. Like sometimes when you're not sure of your energy, like I got a a boost of energy in the morning because I got pretty pumped up after a while, even though I was exhausted and I was like, I don't know if this is going to last, you know, I didn't want to risk it and wait till like four o'clock or five o'clock and then go in late. And I didn't know what the lines were going to look like, cause they allowed re, you know, re-entry. So you could leave, you could come back. And a lot of the bigger bands like Corn, Incubus, System of a Down, um, a lot of those bigger bands were playing later in the day. But then I was like, you know, some groups that are bigger like that, you know, I can see them, you know. Um, if I want to see them, I could still technically see them. Um, versus some of the other groups, I was like, I don't really think I could ever really see them. Um, like, I don't think it's going to be easy. Even if it might be possible, it wouldn't be easy. Um, but some of the other bands, I'm like, well, I could... I could see them, so, um, yeah, but, I don't really know, like, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, like, somebody told me, it was an Uber driver, I think, in March, that told me that, you know, since he lives in San Diego, like, a lot of times he goes to concerts in Mexico, because it's cheaper, um, and it was, like, it was, you know, it was more worth, I guess, because, you know, with economic situations going on, like, buying tickets and stuff isn't, like, usually people's, like, primary, you know, goal right now to be purchasing a lot of tickets and things, um, so, yeah, I, I kind of noticed, you know, it does, it does add up, but, yeah, part of my goal in, you know, starting to get back to work soon is, because there's a lot of stuff I want to go see over summer, um, but yeah, my experience with the concert was great. Uh, I bounced early. I had a headache. It lasted me past 11 p.m. Um, there's no way I could have made it to like midnight and then had to wait for Uber for like ever. Uh, I already had to wait forever. Um, you know, Traffic was terrible. The pickup is at Circus Circus. It was already busy. It's Mother's Day weekend. It's like, but yeah, like out here in Vegas, like I've really had to wait Like, I don't know. Like, I've waited for an Uber for, like, uh, how long? Like, um, maybe 12 minutes. It says, like, it usually says, like, eight minutes, seven minutes. But it seems to take longer than that because they don't really account for traffic and all the stuff that they... All the roads that they close and all that kind of stuff. I don't think they account for all that. And it takes a while for um, Uber to connect. And I've noticed that with Uber and Lyft, it really has been taking a while for Uber and Lyft to actually connect uh, to a driver. That's a problem I've been having recently. I don't know if other people are having that issue, but I've definitely had that issue a whole lot, a whole lot recently. Um, I've definitely had that issue of having a hard time getting the rides to connect, uh, even on Friday when I was leaving to the airport, I was like, okay, I have like 15 minutes till, you know, I thought schools were going to let out at three. So I was like, I have 15 minutes to like get off my, out of my area. So, or maybe it was 20 minutes. So I was like, well, 15 minutes till I'll call the driver. Cause likely it doesn't take them 15 minutes to get to me. And then hopefully we'll be leaving within 15 minutes but I think it took closer to 20, 25 minutes for the driver to get to me. Um, and there wasn't even that much traffic, honestly, on Friday at 3, like I thought there would be. And I started trying to contact them around like 2.40 because um, I was like, oh man, the traffic, you know. Like my flight wasn't till 5.20, but it can take like 40 minutes to get out of my area if you get stuck in school traffic. Uh, and especially cause the drivers don't know the exact way to get in to my little neighborhood. And so sometimes they go the direction where it's like, there's traffic both ways instead of just traffic one way. So there's traffic, like, I don't know, there's a way that they can go around the block where they hit traffic going on one side of the block. Then when they go around, they're going to hit that traffic again. And then when we're leaving my neighborhood, we're going to have to hit the traffic again to get out. So it's like, they can have like three traffic pockets, versus two, which can take really long, because um, there's nothing you can do about it, it's, like, it's just really congested, it's, like, residential areas, where the schools are in the residential areas, there's, like, three schools in the residential areas within a few blocks of one another, and then they all flood into, like, major streets, and so, like, people have to wait for the lights, and their stop signs, and all this kind of stuff, where people are, like, waiting for the stop signs, and then waiting for the students to cross by, and, there's a lot of pedestrians and people getting in and out of cars and stuff, and like it's a lot. So, you know, you have to be patient with that. Usually, if I don't leave my area before three a.m. or, or sorry, three p.m. or get home by three p.m., usually the next pocket is after three forty. It usually takes about forty minutes for the area to clear of traffic. Uh, so there was no school traffic though, and I don't know what was going on. Um, I saw some kids outside playing because I ran errands right before that, so I don't know what they were doing, but maybe it was the people who were there later, but maybe it's because it was Mother's Day weekend. Maybe it's, like, one Friday a month thing. I don't really know. Like, I don't really know anybody who's in school anymore, so I'm completely out of the loop, but it wasn't a normal school traffic Friday. And then... Yeah, it took a while to get from the airport to the hotel, and then it took a while to get, uh, that was Saturday, that was Friday, and then it took a while Saturday to get from the hotel to the concert, and then at least that, I wasn't in a rush, you know, and then where they dropped me, they found a place to drop me, even though it wasn't the right place, they just found the right place that was fine to drop me, and then they left me there and I walked And I think it was actually a better idea than where they would have dropped me off. Um, I think it was a little closer, maybe. So, um, I think. And then I walked to the gate. So, once I got in, um, like, there was a lot to get in. Like, basically, um, they checked your ID at one point and gave you a wristband if you. Wanted a drink, or you're twenty one and over. Um, they gave you a, um, mm, so yeah, not just the wristband, but yeah, when you went in. They gave you, um, well, they, they checked your, your pockets, your belongings, did the metal scan, and then uh, once I got past that point, then they checked your tickets, <laughs> um, and then when I was exiting, eventually when I was exiting, like way after that, they gave you a wristband for re-entry, Um, and so I thought about selling that wristband because I was like, dude, like somebody could totally see everything if they just go in, you know, like, I don't think they're going to check like how they're not going to check your tickets again. Like, why would they give you a wristband if they're going to go back and check your tickets? So you could have technically left and then shared with somebody. Um, so. I mean, it's a risk because they didn't really, I don't think they really said that. But yeah, I think going back in, you'd have to go through the same process again. And then when I got in, what I noticed about the stages is that the the music wasn't too loud unless you were quite a bit back by, by like a second set of speakers and you were in the middle. If you were off to the sides... Like way off to the sides, the sound wasn't as good um and if you were right up front, I noticed the sound that they captured from right up front um on the sick new world Instagram um the sound didn't sound that clear and loud, but it was pretty clear depending clear and loud depending where you were and I did notice it felt a little quiet though, like it wasn't like, and I think the reason why they did it that way is because there were four stages, the sixth stage and the, fi- the spiral stage were right next to each other, and then, well, they were next to each other but not touching, they were kind of like at an angle away from each other, and then the purple stage and the green stage were literally like right next to each other, kind of touching, and so, yeah, they had, um... A lot of, you know, uh, I don't think there was overlap. Let me see. I don't know if there was overlap at the purple and green stages of them all playing. Let me see. I don't remember seeing overlap. Um, yeah, no, there was no overlap. It was all like staggered and they were right next to each other. Cause i was gonna say there's no way they can play like at the same exact time but yeah there was a lot of overlap with the with the spiral stage and the sixth stage um but it was kind of like the purple and green stages were like the bigger performers and then kind of like the smaller scale not really that they were smaller scale but kind of like um kind of like the more alternative Kind of stuff with a little bit of electro and stuff like orgy and those kind of groups were like on the, on one stage. And then the other stage was kind of more of like the metal type of bands like, uh, Coal Chamber, uh, what was it, like, 69 Eyes? I don't remember what it was called, um, uh, Kitty, um, Seven Dust, I didn't get to see a lot of Seven Dust set because it, there was some kind of issue with the, with the music, um, so, I got like a little bit of their set and then that's when it cut out, um, uh, yeah, so I was wondering They said, they did say that. They said Seven Dust forced to cut performance at Sick New World short due to onstage power outage. So that kind of sucks. I did notice that they um, didn't really get to play a lot, but... um, And... I guess they said well we made it to sick new world festival only got two songs in when power went out to the stage and weren't able to finish outside of that it was amazing to see some old friends taking the red-eye back to East Coast thanks for having us Vegas much love so yeah I guess whoever I don't know what was going on then but um yeah like they say there was over 50 artists and it was it was a good show if they did it again if they had it again I would go again honestly uh especially if it was like some of the same bands and some of the different bands um I would you know definitely want to want to check it out again Um, it was probably the best way to see a lot of the bands that I probably would have never gotten to see, um, otherwise that I really wanted to see too. Like, um, but yeah, there's some other, there's some other festivals coming up that have some big headliners. Uh, there's that one in the desert that's got like Metallica and Tool and, you know, I really want to go, but it's like, I think it's like 600 bucks and it's coming up. And I don't know if I have the money to really splurge on something like that because I'd have to get there. There's like a travel issue. it just sounds like a lot to deal with honestly but i'd want I'd wanna do it if I could take like a bus or Amtrak or something um I don't really know where it is honestly, I don't remember, but it's in the desert somewhere i hate I hate the desert honestly like <laughs> I mean, I hate the deep desert for concerts outdoors, you know, it's just a little bit much, um, but yeah, the way that they did this one, you know, Las Vegas festival grounds, they've got it, they've got it organized, I think, um, you know, it's not like a dusty place necessarily, like, so there's not like a lot of dust being kicked up, like it's, it's, it's asphalt, it's blacktop, so it is, uh, not the most comfortable you know because it you know because Vegas is freaking hot it was like over 90 degrees I think it was overnight it was probably 80 degrees 90 something degrees when I was walking to Seven Eleven at, at seven thirty in the morning like I broke a sweat for sure walking four minutes um I've noticed though I don't really think they use a lot of AC in places anymore maybe I've noticed that. I remember before I used to walk into places like, you know, if it was hotel lobbies, casinos, um, restaurants, fast food, just anywhere in general. I'm not talking just Vegas, just LA, like anywhere. Usually it would be very air conditioned. I've started noticing that, you know, places don't seem to air condition as heavily as they used to. Um, maybe it's just me. Maybe they do, but I don't think they do. Um, and yeah, so you know, I I I rocked out pretty heavily last night, too. You know, just before I went to bed. You know, um, and I definitely noticed that. You know, some of the some of the experience at that concert because I went I went to the concert by myself. I wasn't there with a group of people. I wasn't there with anybody but me. Uh, it was fun, and you know, there was really no pressure. Um, I liked that I didn't have to um um how do i say i liked that i didn't have to you know push too hard with certain stuff like if i was uncomfortable in the heat i could just go sit down in the middle of a set you know like i wasn't like oh this is the set we came here to see. So there's kind of a little pressure to like, see it. You know what I mean? Like there was no pressure, you know, at all. Like I was like, I can come and go as I please. It doesn't really matter. Like, so that I liked, I got to see exactly what I wanted to see. I didn't have to, you know, wait on anybody. I didn't have to, you know, wait for anybody. I didn't have to find anybody or coordinate with anyone. I really liked just going alone and just doing my own thing and enjoying myself. Um, um, I liked, uh, trying to, you know, um, like, trying to, uh, Just, you know, I was, I really got to enjoy the music. I didn't think about anybody or anything really but the music. Like, the only thing that really got in the way of, like, you know, the interaction with the music and the crowd and the environment and just, like, the experience itself was really just the heat. Like, it was the heat and then having to think about, do I need to refill my water yet? And then when am I going to plan the bathroom or water breaks, you know, because, you know, standing in line for either one. You know, because some of the sets were so short, they were like 40 minutes. It's like if you're going to go to the bathroom and then stand in line and get food, you'll miss the whole set. You know, and somebody said that one of the I heard I overheard somebody saying that they had a friend that was in the merch line for like 90 minutes. It's like you could have missed like three bands in 90 minutes (laughs) because some of them were overlapping a little bit. So it's like I saw part of one set then go over to see another part of another And then, like, if I got too tired, I'd just go find a place and sit down. And, like, there was a lot of that, just like, okay, time to go sit down. Okay, time to go get water. Okay, you know, but I feel like I didn't have to coordinate that with any other people or any other person. I was just, like, going by the way I felt and doing what I felt like doing. That was really nice, especially with how uncomfortable the heat was. It was really nice to um, be able to just not have to I'm not saying that my friends are, like, none of my friends are, like, a problem with that, I don't think, it's just, you know, it could be a problem where it's, like, if people are, like, oh, you came and, like, sat down the whole time or whatever, and it's, like, well, I didn't sit down the whole time, but it's, like, stuff like that where it's, like, there was, like, zero pressure on me to, like, stay or what, um, and, yeah, so there was zero pressure Um, I really was able to kind of, like, absorb, like, kind of, like, the experience with the music, um, like, literally, other than the heat and stuff like that, like, you know, I was really, like, engaged with the music, um, and I really liked that experience, I wasn't, like, nobody was talking to me, not that I don't like people talking to me, but, you know, I wasn't having to pay attention to anybody else but just the music, so that was fun, um, and, you know, it kind of brought back some memories, which was kind of an interesting experience because it's not like I don't listen to these like albums on a regular basis. Like I listen to this stuff. I still listen to it. A lot of these bands I still follow up with. Unearth wasn't there, but um, they have a new album out um, that I want to check out. Um, let me see. I think Corn has a new album out, too. Um, I don't remember when, when they released it, but yeah, the last time I was looking at their site, yeah, they have an album, uh, called Requiem. I don't know when that album came out, but, um, let me look it up. Uh, let's see if I can get a date. Man, I just want to know when it came out. Ah, February of twenty twenty-two. So it's kind of old. It's like over a year old now. Uh, I mean, Metallica wasn't there, but they have an album they put out recently. Um, there's a lot of bands like rock music that have put out a lot of music recently, uh, which I feel like before they weren't. Like maybe before the Rona, a lot of bands I just hadn't heard much about them but I did notice a lot of musicians during the Rona getting kind of like more like kind of antsy and a little kind of like stir crazy and being like all of us were kind of and just being like I want to create you know again I want to get back into it again and so I feel like a lot of people came out you know with a lot of stuff um 2022 2023 there was a lot of creative you know work going into those years um of the Rona, of the deep Rona days, I don't know what to call it, because I feel like we, we never were fully, like, told, I guess it's not over, because it's now just, like, integrated as part of, you know, health care, and just, like, health in general, it's just now, that's an option that you can get, you can get the Rona now, that's an option of things to contract now, uh, whereas before that wasn't the case, but, yeah. No. Uh. But yeah, I. Um. Yeah, I had a great time. Like, it's hard to tell with my tone. I think when I'm talking about something, if I'm really excited about it, I'm really excited. I'm just tired, um, this is how I sound when I'm tired, um, you know, so I'm resting most of today, but I'm actually going to be up a little late tonight, because I do want to go to this event tonight, and my friend doesn't get off work till, like, 11, so I told him I'll go for, like, an hour to, like, 12, which means I'll probably be in bed around probably 1.30, in all honesty, um... My flight in the morning is pretty late. Um, what time is my flight? What's well, in the morning? It's at like 10:30, something like that. So or 10:25. So I'd have to get there at like 8:25 or something to do the two-hour rule. But I could probably get there a little later, honestly. I mean, it's a Monday morning, but I don't know. It's a Monday morning after a Sunday holiday, so I don't really know. Uh, I don't want to risk it, you know. Um, so, yeah, I might, I might, again, be on limited sleep, but that's what's expected. I'm just going to be tired, uh, but today's going to be pretty much restful. Like, it's almost 2 p.m. now, and I haven't really done anything too productive uh, other than the podcast stuff and got some journaling to do today but otherwise other than podcasting researching for the pods and just catching up on some content and you know i might make a little a little video of my uh concert experiences um i'm uh, pretty tired. <laughs> I'm pretty tired, guys, but, um, this is a good kind of tired, you know, I like to be exhausted for, you know, reasons that are fun, not because of, like, pure just being in my head and over stressing about things, uh, or something going wrong. I like to be, you know, tired because I chose to do something to push myself a little bit to get out of my comfort zone. Um I think this is the first show I've gone to by myself. Like I've been to concerts like when I get there at like a different time from somebody and then maybe I'll be there like a couple hours early and just like hang out by myself for like one or two hours or something. But I haven't done like a whole day by myself pretty much. Um, And even this whole traveling by myself thing, I enjoy it a lot. I've been enjoying it for this whole year now and last year, too. Like, actually, ever since 2020, ever since I started working remotely, that's one thing I've noticed I really enjoy is being able to be like, hey, you know, I want to go from like Wednesday to Monday and just go to the mountains and hike after work or maybe catch some snowboarding or just go to some city and walk around the beach on the other side of town or something and just get get somewhere else for a few days and just you know do something different like to me that's very appealing like you know it's really nice and this whole experience has been pretty nice in Vegas I'm not done yet I still got tonight and I still got to fly out tomorrow so um I'm trying to conserve as much energy as I can today um But I did have coffee around 10 or 11, rather. Um, So I'm like energetic enough to kind of get some stuff done. But I do think I'll probably nap more later on. Um, So, yeah. Um, Yeah, but I'm fully enjoying myself. It's a much needed break. Uh, when I get back to LA, I'm gonna be, um, you know, job applications, doing job applications, uh, working on my online store, working on my streams of income, basically. Like I, you know, um, yeah. So I'm enjoying, but there's a lot, you know, to do, um, and. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad that things have been going so well. Um, you know, I've really been kind of enjoying just generally how things, how things are working out. Um, this is an expensive trip though, uh, kind of pricey. Between the food and the Ubers, it's a little bit pricey. So I'm trying not to really spend too much more until uh, Monday. I'm going to try and eat all my refrigerated snacks tonight for lunch and dinner. And yeah, I'm trying not to buy anything else uh, too much until maybe at the airport Monday when I get past security if there's something there that looks good to eat. And if not, I'll just not have have anything till I get back home. But I don't know. I don't know about that. Like my family really doesn't eat stuff that I find appealing lately. Um, So I'm just going to keep doing my own thing. But um, yeah, this is a nice break, a nice different phase between the stuff I was doing, all the stuff I've been building up to recently, and then, you know, this is, you know, the end of an era, I guess, (laughs) the end of a phase. Uh, This is my hurrah with the end of that, you know, this is my celebration of the end of that phase. Um, So yeah, I've been enjoying... um, and I'm enjoying recovering, too. And it's kind of cool, you know. I don't have to worry about working out the last couple of days because I I definitely did a lot of that, you know. Friday, I walked around the airport forever. Um, got in quite a lot of steps, and I was pretty sore from carrying my bag because um, I didn't bring my backpack. I brought my duffel bag, and it's just got a shoulder strap on it. And so well, it's got a shoulder strap and two handles but I just used only the shoulder strap for the most part um I'm probably gonna adjust it because I feel like it was a little low and made it harder to carry but I'm probably gonna adjust it a little bit so it's not as hard on me it was pretty hard on me um like yeah I definitely had a sore back from a lot of back tension and you know just tense in general. Like, I feel, I feel like what has been worked out over this past few days. Like, I feel like I did two full body workouts back to back or something. Like, literally, that's how I feel. And then also just, you know, dancing around and stuff. That's always a fun experience. Um, yeah. So, uh, today has just been a recovery day. I ordered some meatloaf and eggs for breakfast slash brunch. I figured I need like a big meal in me a little bit. And then I've got a bunch of snackage for later on. Um, I'm going to need to get dressed around the dinner hour and probably go. I told myself I wasn't going to order more. The problem is with this hotel. uh, The only problem I have, honestly, is that there's no microwave and that, seems to be a little common in Vegas hotels like unless you uh, like they might have one available there might be some access area where you can like use a microwave or something like some places have like a little kitchenette area downstairs somewhere or whatever where you can like warm up your food but it's not like in each room Uh I feel like LA and San Diego you pretty much always get a microwave in a fridge. Um, or at least I feel like it's easier to find. Um like I know here too it's like a lot of the hotels are connected to casinos. You can just eat at the casino. So of course they don't want you like stocking up on food and like eating your own food. And I feel like a lot of the places in the casinos, if you get takeout, you know they make it a little harder to just easily take it out, you know. Um you know the wait can be long and I think they want you to kind of like go and play on the machines and gamble a little bit and stuff. Um, But I kind of like that they have sports playing, little sports bars, little live music, like at this hotel, there's kind of a little bit going on. So I kind of like all that kind of stuff. I'm really enjoying myself, though. I'm having a good time. It's just, you know, I'm old and it takes a while to recover. But it's nice. It's nice that this hotel has a little couch and a little... It's almost like a separate little living room space with a little table with two kind of padded chairs. It's got a mini fridge. It's got a Keurig coffee machine. It's got... It's got well, it comes with two light roast coffees. I brought my own mushroom coffee that I usually drink. So I had one of those around 11... Um, uh, it comes with, yeah, the AC and heating unit. There's like this armoire with the, with the TV in it in the living room. There's a little bitty coffee table, a padded kind of like, uh, kind of like a chair and a little side table, like with a reading light and the couch has a little soft reading light too. So I kind of like that. Like it's it's set up real nice, you know. Like I kind of like, I kind of like the setup. That's a little living room area. Then there's a door, and it goes into where there's the king bed. There's also a TV in there, and a remote for that TV separately from the living room remote. Um, I think there's a little dresser, like in the living room, uh, armoire area. There's like a little. There's a few little drawers. Um, and then there's some drawers in the, uh, bedroom area and it has a little, um, closet, um, that's separate. Like it's, it's a closet with a light in it. It's a small walk-in closet, but it's technically a walk-in closet. Like it's probably about, uh, Three and a half by four feet or so. I don't know. I'm terrible with measurements, but. I feel like I couldn't fully lay down in there, maybe, but I could definitely sit. And if my back was touching one wall, my feet wouldn't touch the next wall, I don't think. Like, it's not that uh, shallow. Like, it's kind of deep enough that I have my bag in there. And I can shut the door. It's got a little light. And then there's a little bathroom that's got its own door. Also in the bedroom. Um, It's a toilet and a uh, tub with a shower. And then um, the sink is outside next to the bed. Um, So there's a little area with like water and soap and towels and stuff. Um, It's old. It's an old spot. But you know what? Other than when people are outside, I've had a very quiet experience. Um, I don't think anybody is next to me. It looks like the next the two rooms that are next to mine, the windows have been open. Both nights I've been here and I looked in. It didn't look like like basically the room next to mine has lights on and windows open and there's like two bundled up like sets of like sheets and towels and stuff just like bundled up on the couch in the chair in that living room uh the one the room next to that has like a mattress the lights are also on in part of the living room and window curtains open as well and the bed is like you know the mattress is up against the wall and it doesn't look like anybody's in it you know like neither one of them looks like anybody's in it um and so i don't think i'm sharing a wall and i have a corner room so other than when people were out last night um i didn't really hear a lot of noise um they were sitting down outside there's like a pool area and then an area where people were sitting down outside um and so um i might go check out the pool i don't really know that sounds excessive i don't really need to do all that but um just to get a little bit of sunlight sometime today, maybe maybe it's a maybe it's a heavy maybe a heavy a maybe to know I probably don't really want to, but I might um and yeah, I'm just gonna chill eat it's basically what I'm gonna do is just chill and eat. I'm not really trying to do too much today, um. Other than if I go out tonight, I'm not really doing much of anything, so. Um. Alrighty. Uh, So we're almost at 90 minutes, so I'm just going to cut this one for now because this is, like, pretty lengthy. But that's what I've been up to thus far. Thanks for listening. you know man my...